the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, I lost uh, my daughter. She and my wife decided to go junkin'. And uh, so it's just me for the next hour, and you're welcome to join us. We have two of the five lines that are already taken, but we have three that are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And the 0960 is obviously 960 The Patriot here in Phoenix, and uh, that's the reason why we have that phone number. I mean, you're welcome to call us and basically give us your name and tell us what kind of car you have and the mic mileage and tell us what the problem or the symptom or the question is, and that's easy. If you if you heard any portion of the first hour, um, I'm really proud of my daughter. She runs an operation, and it's one that you know my wife and I created back in '79. And it's called, and we rarely say the name of our shop on the air because this show is not about our shop; it's about your car. But um, we have a shop in Tempe called Salem Boys, and the ironic part of it, it's run by a Salem girl. <laughs> and um, and she can talk turkey with the greasiest fingered guys that come to the front counter, and she's really blessed with just an ability to absorb data and uh, and circumstances and stuff like that. And so when, when you start talking about 190,000-mile spark plugs and bringing them out and talking about the ring of carbon on the last thread of the spark plug, she's shaking her head. She's already been there. She's done that. She knows what the activity is like. She knows what the success rate is. Um, she's bid that kind of stuff. And she was whispering in my ear, you know, bid it high, bid it high, because we do that. We bid it high and come in low, and we do that on purpose. On high, we don't have to call you and up your estimate. But if we bid it at 500 and we come in at 410, um, then I think you'd like that a lot better. Nevertheless, for the radio show, we have two lines open, or three lines open, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you real quick, in the Phoenix metropolitan area, there is a motorhome group um, called Sport Truck RV. And you can go to sporttruckrv.com. It's in South Chandler. And they're looking for some lady to take over a variety of jobs at their facility. She's going to work the front desk. She's going to welcome visitors. She's going to find out who to send them to, whether it's parts or service or sales or whatever. She's going to perform basic bookkeeping, filing, um, receive processes and invoices, um, and then process people that want to drop their coach off for service. She's kind of a one-man band. This is a kind, they're looking, they know they're out there. A lady who is just well-versed in all kinds of that type of service. And they're looking for someone with initiative to adopt this as something I've done before and I can do now. So if you're interested, it's, it's a Monday through Friday kind of job, but they need somebody to help them out. 
and and it's from the reception area to the showroom, office supplies, drop-offs, um, bookkeeping and filing, clerical duties, but there's a lot of customer interaction. So if you're interested, get a hold of, just go to sporttruckrv.com and uh, and fill out an application there or set up an appointment to stop, stop and talk to Daryl, and he's the one that's, uh, that's the big dog there. And, and and I I bring you this because I respect him and he's had a tough time filling a position of of one of his people that had been there many years I guess had 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 gone and moved out of town, so he's uh, he's hurting and I told him you know I'll uh, take a few minutes and talk about something that uh, that you need, so let's go to Don Don good morning to you thank you for holding how can I help you You're welcome Mark hello hey, hello I just want to thank you and to give a heads up for Thompson's Automotive uh, you know uh, Joey had an unexpected opening, so they're doing the work, doing the engine change on my Sonoma right now, my 01 Sonoma, and I was, I just can't uh, thank you enough and uh, appreciate the uh, the uh, personnel over at Thompson's Automotive with the, I was kind of afraid of becoming a pain in the neck, you know, but they're always really, Joey and, and Ken, there's a guy working on my engine change, are willing to uh, discuss every little last detail, you know. I'm kind of, I'm an aircraft A&P mechanic myself, and uh, anyway, I just, uh, I'm really impressed with the, the entire crew over there, and the the uh, the facility itself is just amazing, you know. Uh, it's just so professional and uh, courteous. But anyway, I thought I'd give you an opportunity to uh, brainstorm this one idea I had. You were talking about the thermal energy uh, imaging heat gun sensor or something for determining the different temperature ranges well, we of the radiator. We have cameras for the thermal imaging, but then we have temperature guns where we can do non-contact temperature readings. So we use both of those instruments. Okay. I, you know, I, I do my own, uh, I've done three of my own head gasket jobs because once you lose the coolant, there's no more fluid to send a temperature to the gauge on the instrument panel. Right. And by the time you, uh, it starts pinging, it's too late. Yes. So then you've got to do the head. Is there a way to hardwire one of those thermal imagers into a, uh, an instrument on the panel that you can measure the actual temperature of the cylinder head itself instead of just the, the water or the air, actually, after you lose your water? There's it's just air, and the and the temperature gauge reads normal until it starts pinging. So, can is there a monitor that you can wire into the instrument panel that'll give you the like a cylinder head temperature on an airplane or something? Okay, okay. Well, um, yes, I'm sure you, you could do that. I'm sure that that's something that I could do. But but let me just give you the odds here. Okay, we process twenty to thirty cars a day. We have twenty bays in our facility. Uh-huh. We only run across this one time a year, and and in reality, the one time a year is if now if it's the lady driver, she'll tell us the whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help her God. If it's the guy, he's got an excuse why he ignored the red lights, the steam, <laughs> the knocking <laughs> noise, the pinging noise, uh-huh. <laughs> the steam coming out from underneath the hood. But the woman won't. And so I, I want to caution you about going too crazy towards this idea when there's so many symptoms associated with this, especially pre-ignition on acceleration. If every time you, you throttle up, it starts knocking, 
You're in dire straits. Shut the thing off and coast to the side of the road. Yeah. But but if I were going to do that, what I what I would do is 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 I would probably want um, to interface where the temperature sender is getting its information, which is typically the aluminum intake manifold, and I would probably take my heat sensor from there. And now you still have to interpret that number. So you have to know what really hot is and what really cold is, and then you have to turn that into a digital number that, that you can read. But with your A&P, you already know that cold is going to give you one ohm reading and hot's going to give you the other ohm reading, and yeah. if you ground the thing, then you get real the highest ohm reading. So you, you can measure and figure that out for yourself. That's uh-huh. a thermal couple they use. Yeah, these. yes, yes. Okay, well, uh, it's it's not critical at this moment, but... When it happens on the highways, you know, you're under constant throttle, steady throttle, and you don't realize it until it starts pinging. Then you pull over immediately, you know. I'm going to argue with you on that because 99 times out of 100 people that come in, uh, it started losing power, and I just kept giving it more gas, and it was it was rattling, it was pinging, it was making noise, and then, and then, and then, and then all of a sudden I needed a tow truck. So oh, uh-huh. they they tell us different stories, but I also understand that you're working on airplanes, and really and truly, there's there's a small amount of grace with an airplane. Where in a car, um, you can drive it till the motor blows up and just scatters all over the road. Pull off to the side of the road and get out, and you're fine with an yeah, airplane. You're already on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> you're already on the ground. That's the better answer. You're already on the ground. Okay, thank you very much, Don. Thank, thank you, you for making me laugh. You bet, Mike. You're up next, Mike. How can I help you? Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Hey, I'm working on a 2010 Chrysler Town and Country, 139,000 miles. All my lights and wipers just start going crazy all of a sudden. Replace the battery and just can't find anything. So when you turn the key on, you can't control the wipers? I know when you're driving, just all of a sudden uh, all the lights come on, wipers go on. Don't lose power. Some sometimes it happens. You lose power. Okay. Okay. Here's fundamentally where you start. Okay. We need the negative post of the battery to be connected to at least two and maybe three places. So normally it goes. The negative cable goes to the engine. Then there's another ground that goes from the engine to the frame, and there's another ground at the back of the motor that goes to the firewall. There's three negative grounds because the motor sits in rubber motor mount. So that's the first place we're going to ground to the battery. Then from there, we're going to go from the motor to the frame to close that connection. And then from the back of the motor to the firewall. I'm quite sure it's called a volt drop test. I'm quite sure that most of us gray-haired guys can, are going to be able to find out where we're missing the ground. And then you're not going to try to find the ground. You're just going to make a new one and put it in. <laughs> just be done with it. That's what okay. I do. Okay, yeah. Clean some of the ground. I didn't know there's three of them. Yeah. Well, think about it. Your body sits on rubber mounts, okay? And the only place that the dashboard gets attached to the ground is through the transmission shift linkage that's mounted on the tunnel of the body, but the transmission shift linkage goes down to the transmission that's also mounted in rubber. So the three things I want, it's battery to engine, engine to frame, and sometimes it's the same bolt. 
it'll be the same bolt that bolts into the motor that has two cables on it. One goes to the battery and one goes to the frame. And sure. then if you have a voltmeter, it's called a volt drop test, okay? So you keep the positive on the positive side of the battery. And then you just go from the positive, you go to the engine, and it says 12.8. You go to the frame, it says 12.7 and a half. Then you go to the firewall or to the engine or to the cabin of the car, and it goes to 9.6. There's your problem. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. That's something that we probably do once a month out of the 20 out of the 3 or 400 cars that we do a month we probably do that once a month it's something quick easy once you've done it or once you've seen it done it, it's pretty easy to do it's being able to understand why you're doing it and then how to fix it but many times we don't spend the time trying to find a, a ground wire that's come loose that could be underneath the, the, the car. We're just going to add a new one to it, and that's going to be it. Okay, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We have five lines. Gil's the one that answers them. He flies the plane. I'm in the first-class cabin, and so I have the best part of the show. But Gil will answer your call at 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem, and this is the KKNT Patriot in Phoenix. The Seth Liebson Show. Rochelle Walensky may be a little bit more open-minded than most on the left. She might be, because at least she's willing to re-examine, or seems to be going through a re-examination of what the CDC had been engaged in for the past couple of years. But most of the left, they're not interested because they don't want your outcome. They want their outcome. This isn't socialism. It's communism. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960. The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-838-2626. That's 800-838-2626. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, 
my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Hot, hot. Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Arizona Interscholastic Association and the Arizona Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, the lines are wide open. You're welcome to join us if you have a car question or maybe an argument in the family that needs to, somebody to chime in on. Or perhaps maybe you've been told something and you want to run it by me and see if it's a, a valid concern or see if it's uh, if what you've been told. And, and that will depend on a lot of the information because I'll have lots of questions about, well, what kind of symptoms do you have and what did they say about this? But um, I'm, I'm pretty good at, at helping you understand their answer. And at times I stick up for their answer. And then at times I'm going to give you more questions to ask that are more pointed, more specific, that will help you decide what to do. When you start talking about car repair shops in the Valley, I have the list of the very best ones. You can find it at MarkSalem.com. Blackwell Automotives at 40th Street and Greenway. He's in the northeast quadrant, so to speak. Um, he, I can't find anybody up there to give him some competition because I'm really particular about the quality and the service and how long you've been in business and what kind of insurances you have and what your your Google reviews and your Yelp reviews look like. All that kind of stuff goes into it. But, but Tom's really good at family cars, motor homes, and hot rods. He does all of that. He has a division that does family cars and all the work that needs to be done. Then he has a, a, a an antique, a vintage car division where he's fixing up cars where people might be spending thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars to have a huge giant engine put in this little bitty car, stuff like that. So that re-engineering of the car, replacing the four-speed with a six-speed electrical automatic, those are the kinds of stuff he does on the vintage side. But his skill level is on display. So when you get there, you walk through the shop and you can see that he knows what he's doing. That's Blackwell at 40th Street and Greenway. The other guy on the other side of the town, Larry Harker's Auto Repair, has been around since 1967. I can't tell you how many times I've sent a customer to him with a problem that nobody could find or fix, and they found it and fixed it. Each and every time they played the game, it's not a game, they did exactly what they should have done. They identified the problem, they bid the repair, they fixed the car, and they came in underneath their estimate. That's all there is to it. So if you're near 38th Avenue in Indian School and you're looking for a good place that's been around a very long time, Larry Harker's Auto Repair is my, my shop for you. When you walk in the door, Ellen, the wife, will take care of you. 
and you don't want to try to out-talk her, guys, with when it comes to automotive stuff, because she's been around the block kind of like my daughter Andy. They know a lot about cars. And then you got Bob, and and and, the, and they have a nephew in the shop, and between Bob and the nephew, the, those those guys can fix anything. So that's Larry Harker's Auto Repair. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, the lines are wide open. Um, I got a, a couple of shows ago, we were talking about a guy that wanted to put a crankshaft in his car, and, and, and I didn't like the reason that he was going to do that, and I told him there was some very specific ways for us to test the, the crankshaft to see if it was installed right and if it was performing as it should. First of all, we're looking for metal shedding, we're looking for engine knocks, and if it's an engine knock, is it a main bearing or a rod bearing or a wrist pin? Or are we pounding, is the valve half open and we're pounding the valve back into the head? So just because it's got a knocking noise doesn't mean that it's the, that the crankshaft needs to be replaced. In the process of talking about that, um, I was talking about clearance. And there was a word that I couldn't, couldn't remember. And, and the word was plastic gauge. And let me explain. We have this small piece of plastic piping, and it's very small, and we put it in a particular joint in the car, and then we tighten the joint up appropriately. Then we take the joint apart, and that piece of little pipe has been squished. It's now wider and a little longer. We then take this piece of paper that has a gauge on it, and we put it alongside to where we measure the width and we identify on the piece of paper that that width is three thousandths of an inch. And it just so happens that we want three thousandths of an inch of clearance on that joint. So you have done a good job as a machinist and as an auto repair engine builder. You've done a good job by matching the bearings with the crankshaft. So this plastic gauge is just exactly that. It's this plastic piece that we use as a gauge and then it embeds itself into the crankshaft and you just take a razor blade and you just scrape the, the plastic off of it again but if you go in and it's really wide and flat then you look and go oh boy that's really narrow that's only one thousandth of an inch of clearance and it took that little piece of of plastic and just squished it flatter than flat in a really big way I need a little bit more clearance because one thousandth is not what I want Likewise, at ten thousandths of an inch, and, and a human hair is between three and five thousandths, by the way, at ten thousandths of an inch, which is two human hairs stacked on top of one another, um, at, at that particular point, then it hardly touches this little piece of plastic piping-looking stuff. Um, and so then you go, okay, well, then I need to put different bearings in this until I get the, the gap right. So that's what it was about. The word that escaped me was called plastic gauge. And thank you, Don L., for reminding me that because uh, it was a show that we did on August 6th. And I just couldn't find that in my uh, my repertoire of things in my head that day. And, and uh, he said, he said it's called plastic gauge for clearance and tolerance, Don L. And Don L is exactly right. That's exactly what it's all about. When it comes to f having your car repaired properly by someone else, what's really important is the communication and you are directly responsible for the level of communication between you and the shop. What I like and what many, many people like is, is for you to bring in a written piece of paper 
that has the symptoms, the information, how to make it happen, who to call. This is my wife's car. You need to call her. She can answer all the questions. No sense in calling me. I just dropped it off. I'm the husband. That kind of stuff. That just pays tremendous dividends in in minimizing our diagnostics times and charges and all that kind of stuff if we can just talk to the person that's experiencing the problem. Likewise, lady, the husband says, take the car in and tell him this. Then just say, here's my husband's name, um, here's his cell phone number, call him and when you want to talk to him. And just turn it back to him because we'd want to talk to him anyway. So those are the kinds of things that you've got. That uh, that will help you out when when you do, and we 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 like the note that's taped to the rearview mirror that reminds us what my my daughter or my son said when they took the car in because we all need to be on the same page. So if the work order says do an oil change, but the stick but the note on the window doesn't or on the rearview mirror doesn't, it's easy. We just call and say, did you forget to put an oil change on the note that you taped to the rearview mirror? The answer is yeah. Okay, I'll get the oil change done. It's really easy. So written communication is really nice, especially if it's from the driver who's experiencing the pulsation when I apply the brakes or when I throttle up hard, the air conditioning stops blowing cold out of the center vents or when I stomp it to the ground, it downshifts to what, like first gear and the revs go crazy and the engine screams and all that kind of stuff. Those are the kinds of things that's going to cost you less money to diagnose it when we hear those kinds of things. And that's why that communication is really important. I know, ladies, that oftentimes the husbands toss the keys to you in a gentle and, 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 and loving way and say, you know, get, get an oil change done on my car. If that's all you've got, that's okay. Because all of us in the industry know that an oil change, we change the oil and the filter, we lubricate the chassis, but in, in addition to that, there is an inspection that goes on. We check all your fluids to make sure that they're the right color and they're up to par. We check your tires, and there's a sticker on the door that tells us how much inflation your tires should have on it. We check all your fluids, your oil, your transmission, your coolant, your brake fluid, your, your differential fluid, your transfer case fluid, your battery water. That's all our, our job. We're supposed to do a complete inspection of your car. But an oil change to all of the rest of us means more than just an oil change. There's a whole lot of work. 602-508-0960. This is Seth Leibson inviting you to book the getaway of a lifetime with Camelback Travel and Regent Seven Seas Cruises' new European indulgence experience. Escape, relax, and indulge with a $500 shipboard credit plus a one-night post-cruise hotel package when cruising the historic shores of Europe on select 2023 voyages. Regent Seven Seas Cruises are all-inclusive, taking care of every detail with gourmet dining, 24-hour room service, fine wines and spirits, world-class entertainment, and unlimited shore excursions. Ask Camelback Travel for the European indulgence experience. But don't delay. Be sure and reserve your suite by August 31st and take advantage of free business class airfare. Call Camelback Travel at 1-844-886-1464 and schedule your European getaway. That's 1-844-886-1464 or email them at info at camelbacktravel.com. Don't hesitate. Your dream vacation awaits. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. 
or we can just take a photo. C. Show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh my god. Or D. Just roll with it. Woo! Justin, look at us from here. Justin, Justin, OMG! He just looked. I love you, Justin. I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash az. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. If you'd like to join us, have a car question. Now's the time. 602-508-0960. We have five lines open, and we have one that's taken. I'm going to get to Robert in just about a minute. But I want to tell you about uh, Kurt's Auto Repair. He's at I-17 and, and Bell Road in Phoenix on the northeast corner. He's been involved in gas and diesel, and he I tease him a lot. But he's capable of fixing your weed eater and your lawnmower, too. He's just a well-rounded shop. He has technicians that just simply have a good grasp on internal combustion engines and diesel engines and hydraulics and all that kind of stuff. I can't tell you how many times I've sent someone to Kurtz, a lady, who was told she needed an engine. And Kurtz fixed it for, I think, $125. It needed an oil pressure switch. He had to obviously check the oil pressure first and then identify the switch as being bad. But he did a, I jokingly say, you did a $4,000 engine overhaul for $125 or something like that. Kurtz is a good guy. He knows what he's talking. So if you're in the vicinity of I-17 and Bell and you don't have a repair shop that you want to patronize, may I suggest you try Kurtz. Northeast corner 
of I-17 in Bell. Robert, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Yes. Hello, Mark. Hello. I bought a Kia Soul, a 2016 Kia Soul, about three, four years ago, and had 30,000 miles on it. It now has 40. For most of that time, the miles per gallon indicator was at 23, 24 miles. And all of a sudden, in the last month or so, it's dropped down to 18. Are those, uh, that measurement system, is that accurate? Well, um, I'm not really worried. The mileage at 30,000 miles right now, even though it's got 40 now, at 30 to 40,000 miles, I'm not worried about an oxygen sensor. I'm not worried about a computer. I'm not worried about anything. But are you in Phoenix? Is that your home base? Um, South Scottsdale. Okay. I think you'll you'll agree with well, and, and I want to tell you something. My wife and I had the same conversation because we have this constant argument about fuel economy and fuel average fuel economy. She's got she drives this. It's an F car. I'm only going to tell you it's an F car because my family's never owned an F car before she bought her F car. But she's sitting there at 17, 18 miles to the gallon. And my one-ton Dodge monster truck is sitting there at 17 and 18 miles to the gallon. And so we are always trying to catch one another by resetting their 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 message center or whatever. But both of us have recently fell by about three miles to the gallon, and I attributed that to not to our driving habits, but we've had an abundance of moisture, an abundance of moisture. The monsoon between Payson and Phoenix, and we are in both places on a regular basis, there's been a heck of a lot of water, and that means the air has a whole bunch of water in it. It has lots of moisture. The temperature is down where the engine would really have a 100-degree day than a 69-degree morning. So I'm going to ride it off. And, 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 and let me ask you, do you ever smell rotten eggs? Do you ever no. smell rotten eggs? No. Okay. That would be that the engine is running fuel out the tailpipe. That would be that the catalytic converter is having a tough time getting rid of the emissions. That would be something that would be underneath the hood. Plus, if you had an engine code, if you had a, a problem code, if the computer turned on the check engine light and it was a rich condition, something that would cause it to run rich, to a lot of fuel that it doesn't really need, then, then one and one equals two. But no check engine light. All you've got is a drop in, in fuel economy. Uh, the monsoon is from June to the end of August, and I'm looking forward to the, I had an inch and an eighth rain yesterday afternoon in a period of 10 minutes in Payson. So I think it has more to do with the weather than anything else. Without a check engine light and without you smelling burn a, uh, rotten eggs, um, I, I say no harm, no foul. Just uh, let's wait till September. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Robert. And... Um, I want to I want to tell you now that Andy's gone is my daughter she did the first hour with us um I got in uh, she got in late last night and so I get up at 5 to feed the horses and she's already out there feeding the horses and she has her daughter Josie with her and so then we come back in the house and I walk into the radio studio to get ready for radio that starts at 10 o'clock and this is about I don't know 5:36 and my computer is taken been taken apart my computer's been pulled out of the rack and it's completely disassembled, and there's wires and air, and I'm going, holy mackerel. 
So I go get Andy and I go, what are you doing? And she says, I'm replacing both your hard drives because I have a C drive and a D drive. I said, I got radio at 10 o'clock, honey. She says, don't worry, I'll be done by then. Well, what are you doing? Well, let me show you. She walks inside. She has this device and the old hard drive, which looks like a huge piece of a loaf of bread, uh, a few piece of bread that's in a loaf. It's plugged into one side. Then there's this little bitty box plugged into the other side. And she says, I'm just putting some new digital hard drives in your radio studio uh, computer and she says I'm taking these big ones out that are really slow and I'm putting these little ones out that are really fast plus I'm adding some RAM to your machine and you'll like it I said but it's I gotta have it by 10 she says it'll be done by 10 so at 9 o'clock she calls me and she's I, I was out in the barn and she says hey come in and check your computer everything's fine I said how did you connect all the cables to the back of that PC and she said I took a picture before I disconnected everything and I'm thinking to myself I am really proud of you my youngest daughter I I'm proud of all my kids but I am especially proud of my daughter Andy so she I wrote the software we use today Steve Witzel and I wrote in 1979 in DOS and then we had it updated to Windows, and then we had it updated to something else and something else, and then to SQL Server. So we did a bunch of work to it, but the software that our repair shop uses today that's proprietary and only in our repair shop is software that we wrote about our business practices back in 1979. So Andy's a part of that, and I'm especially proud. But I, I got to tell you, I was... I was, um, there's no other way to say it. I was really puckered up hoping she'd have this thing done by 10 o'clock, and she did. 602-508-0960, the lines are wide open. There's five of them. You've got a good chance of getting on, and we're going to be done in 20 minutes, so we still got plenty of time, and I'll be right back. Has there ever been a more critical time to come together than 2022? Hey, Phoenix, the great Eldersky here to invite you to come together with me Wednesday, the 24th, at the Arizona Center AMC for the exclusive premiere screening of Uncle Tom 2, an American Odyssey. This is also your opportunity to join Brandon Tatum and me in a post-movie Q&A session about the things happening in our country right now that threaten our democracy. And more importantly, what we can do about it. You see, the Black Lives Matter movement has led to a never-ending trail of unaccountability, conflict, and corruption that leads all the way to the White House. But we can stop it. So let's share ideas and solutions that make sense to you, our Constitution, and our values, and not the D.C. swamp. We want to hear from you on Wednesday the 24th. Tickets are limited, so get yours right now at 960thepatriot.com. Brandon and I are excited to hear directly from you, so go right now to 960thepatriot.com and get your tickets. This is going to be great. Remember, we got a country to say. Brought to you by Y-Refi. Invest Y-Refi.com. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. 
Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. And welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I'm Mark Salem. Every Saturday we're here at 10 o'clock Arizona time till noon talking about car and car repair questions. You can also email me any questions you have. Mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. Mark Salem. Salem spelled like the cigarette. S-A-L-E-M. And if you'll put a phone number down there, a lot of times I'm going to call you and I'll tell you why. Is I just hate to type. And so yeah, I'll do a star six seven, and that hides my phone number from you. But um, and then if you don't answer, I'll say, hey, this is Mark Salem. I'll try you back in 20 minutes, and hopefully you'll you'll check your messages and see the block caller had a name of Mark Salem, and you'll answer the phone the next time. So, but I also answer all my emails and Mark with a K, Mark at MarkSalem.com. Tom, good morning to you. How can I help you? Oh, thanks for taking my call. I have a 1998 Civic. And the exhaust has smelled like rotten eggs for a number of years with no check engine light, and the fuel mileage is down as well. Okay. Does the car ever get abused and run hard? Do you ever go to Flagstaff with all your golfing buddies and you take all their golf clubs and you got four big guys inside the Civic? Uh, No, it's mainly been just run-around town car. Short trips, short trips? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm thinking that that yes, your short trips. You're never really going to get the exhaust up hot. You're not going to get the catalytic converter lit good. That happens a lot, especially we have we're, we're right across the freeway from Ahwatukee and Mountain Park Ranch, and we have lots of elderly people there, older people there, and we have ladies that do two thousand miles a year when they bring their car in for an oil change, which is once a year. I just have one of my technicians that I can trust to take it out on the freeway and kind of blow it out a little bit. So let's just get the RPMs up. Let's get the engine temperature up to snuff. I wanted half between half and three quarters and zip on down the freeway and turn around and come back. Try not to break any laws with the customer's car and and we'd be done. Well, well, I do run it on the freeway in town. I know, but if you're just going from Thomas to Indian School or Thomas to Bell, that's really not enough. I need a complete heat cycle. But but really and truly, I'm not worried about what your dilemma is. You got no check engine light. You smell a, you, you're smelling some rotten eggs. No check engine light means the computer hasn't seen anything, and I trust the computer. Number two, you smell rotten eggs, which means you are running a little rich, but you're admitting to to not a whole lot of miles. And so those two things kind of go together. I don't. I mean, other than the fact that you could do this, when you drive it, pull it out of overdrive 
and pull it into second or third and bring the RPMs up and hold that speed at appropriate times. So if pretend it's a stick, then instead of driving around in fourth gear, I want you to drive around third gear or second gear. That's basically what I'm saying to you, whether you got an automatic or standard. Let's bring the RPMs up. Let's get the motor exercising a little bit more. Let's get some higher RPMs into this uh, into this driving uh, situation, and you should be so, fine. But there's nothing I can do to fix it, but I don't think oh, you have okay. anything broken. So you think a trip to Flagstaff would help? Oh, put in two or three of your buddies and some golf clubs in the back of that baby and put it to the floor when you start climbing the hills and I guarantee you that'll be a new car when you a better car when you oh, come really? back down the mountain. <laughs> I don't have any golf clubs. I don't have any golf clubs. Well, I'm not going to talk about your fat girlfriends. No. I used to <laughs> I used to have hockey sticks, but no more. <laughs> okay, okay. I haven't played hockey in a while. So, okay. okay, thank you. Thank uh, you very you're much. You're welcome. Okay. I want. I have a an especial friends uh, friendship with hockey players. A couple of the guys that I have been friends with for a hundred years are are actually retired Secret Service guys that have worked the White House in Washington D.C. area, and they used to come to Arizona because we had a driving school here that they liked to participate and test themselves in the school. And my company started by providing them rental cars, and then after that we just became friends. But I want to tell you something. If you meet some guy that's a hockey player and he's played hockey for a long period of time, that's exactly the kind of guy you want to marry your daughter. That's exactly the kind of guy you want to be on your side at a bar fight. And that's exactly the kind of guy that you want to move next door to. I don't know why that is, but hockey players just have a really um, soft place in my heart. Neil, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yes, I have a question about the answer you gave to the gentleman with 190,000 miles on his uh, Sequoia. Uh Uh, You were saying that the spark plug uh, can develop a carbon ring at the end of the threads and to put oil in the cylinder to soften it up. Is that correct? Yes. How do you get the oil into the cylinder if the plug's still in? That's my question. Okay, okay. And, you know, I didn't do a very good job about explaining that, but I can explain. There's When you screw the spark plug in the hole, there's going to be the last thread's going to kind of stick into the combustion chamber. And it's there after 200,000 miles that we have this ring of very hot carbon that's just baked hard and it's like glass. So what we're going to do first is is we're going to back the spark plug out until we hit we hit resistance, then we're going to go in, then we're going to go out, then we're going to go in and go out, and we're going to go in and out to kind of clean up the area that we can, and then we're going to put oil in the spark plug hole with the spark plug um, halfway in between in and out. Let's pretend it's one full turn. I can go one full turn out and then one full turn in. Well, then I'm going to go a half turn out, and I'm going to put five, ten drops of any kind of oil Uh, engine oil, we use engine oil, in each one of the spark plug holes, and it's going to wick through the threads and soften up that ring of carbon on the end of the spark plug. Now, if we have to, um, we can obviously inject, usually there's going to be some vacuum ports that feed those different cylinders, and if we needed to, we could inject some mist of oil in there as well, but most of the time, we have a little bit of slop on the spark plug where we can open it enough to dribble some oil down uh, the threads onto the area that we have. But I also want to tell you, this is something that only happens once a year. 
we don't have too many people drive 190,000 miles with the same set of spark plugs. There isn't too many spark plugs that will go that long without having check engine lights and engine misses. So that was kind of an unusual situation, but that's the, did, does that help explain it? Yes, I got you. I understand that now. I have another question. Uh, if, if the spark plug is stripped, uh, you're trying to remove it and just, you know, goes around and round and round and won't come out, what's the remedy to fix that? Well, there, there are – here's what I would have that conversation with you. You're, you're my customer. Neil, the real, the correct way to take that, fix this, is, is to go ahead and do the work with the head there. We have the tools. We have the, we're going to have to yank the spark plug out, and it's going to bring some threads with it. We're going to retap the hole. Then we're going to put a new set of threads in there, and we're going to do it from the top. And then we're going to put a vacuum cleaner on that spark plug hole for about two hours, and we're going to tap the motor over and kind of disturb all the metal that's inside the cylinder and then we're probably going to go ahead and bring the piston all the way up. We're going to fill it with oil We're going until we fill the cylinder with oil, and then we're going to take a straw vacuum, and we're going to let it sit all night long, and then we're going to suck all that oil and metal out of the cylinder and do our best. Now, if we screw it up and it doesn't work, we still have to pull the head off. <laughs> so what we're trying to do is avoid pulling the head off, but the end result could very well be pull the head off. So that's my options. Option A is going to be between X and X dollars, and option B is going to be another $500 more. And okay, so thank that, you very much for the information. All righty. We have done, we have kits and we have tools available that allow us to replace the threads on a lot of cars without removing the head. But most gray-haired guys like me are going to say, the proper way is to pull the head. This is a shortcut. It It's not going to cost you any more than the right way to pull the head and do it. But let me try the shortcut, and if I if I win, then your bill's going to be a third less. And uh, most people will say, I'll, I'll take the gamble. And, and I think probably 10, one out of 10 that we've done, we had to pull the head on. So, and it's just the way it is. But anyway, those were great questions. Thank you very much, Neil. When it comes to... Oh, we have another caller. Who might that be? Say good morning to Pat. Pat, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I, I listen to you guys all the time. I really appreciate what you do. I am going to ask also for some. Uh, I, I'm, I've had been since the time that I got my car with a dealership on service, and quite honestly, I think they're taking advantage of me. I'm a single widow. Okay. So I'm looking to have someone that's not affiliated with that kind of practice. So. I live in Peoria, Arizona, but I'm right on the edge of Sun City. So I'm, I'm sure there must be good people in that area since there's a lot of people in Sun City. Do you have any recommendations? Autodynamics would be my recommendation. Um, Autodynamics, let me look here real quick. It's on uh, north side of Grant, 99th and Grand. 99th okay. Avenue and Grand. Autodynamics, and you're welcome to say that Mark Salem uh, referred me to your shop. There's a little bit of pressure associated with that statement. And <laughs> Chuck Chuck is the owner of the shop, and I've known Chuck since 1979. And Chuck okay. and I got into trouble together uh, in the 70s and in the 80s and in the 90s. <laughs> And I became a policeman <laughs> in, in, oh. in, 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 the, in the late, in, in there somewhere along the line. But 
Chuck knows the difference between right and wrong. He's been in business a very long time. I know him personally, and I have no problem with sending you there. You just look him in the eye and you say, just here's what I want you to do. And if you find something, I want you to put it in writing and explain everything on the, the repair order and then give me an estimate, worst case scenario. I want our... I want our relationship to be reduced to writing. And to be perfectly honest with you, many of us love to hear that because that's what we want to do too. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much. I listen all the time to your show, so I'm glad I got it. Thank you so much. You're welcome, ma'am. Good luck to you. And uh, Autodynamics was the one. Um, I don't take the responsibility lightly of guiding people to shops around. This all got started in 1988. I was on another radio station, and the number one question is, where's your shop? Well, obviously, my shop grew by leaps and bounds. The problem is, is it was uncontrollable growth. My wife and I had no skill level in being able to handle this growth, and frankly, we didn't do a really great job. So one day, Jim Tazrak, who has sent passed, but he was the general manager of the station, said, hey, kid, he says, why don't, don't you have some friends in the business? And I said, yes, sir, I do. And he goes, why don't you talk about them? He says, there, do you have friends north, south, east, west, central, north, central, south, central, east, central, west? I said, yes. He goes, well, talk about them. That's how it became the best car repair shops list by Mark Salem. That's it. They pay hardly nothing to be on the list, but you're not allowed to buy your way on the list because I'm the one that does the inspections. I'm the one that does the background. I'm the one that meets you. You have my cell and I have your cell. And you also agree that at the end of the day, if there's a dispute, you agree to my resolution. Do you know how many times in the last 20 years that it's gone, the complaint has gone to a resolution? Zero. Zero. A lot of times the customer's not a lot of times. Sometimes the customer is just simply not aware of the technical words we're using and the shop did what was right and sometimes the shop didn't do what was right and the shop will fix it. It's that easy. So when it gets when you get down to it, um, I'm really proud of the best car repair shops list, but I'm especially proud of my relationship with the owners of every single one of them. And and we all get along fine and we all take care of one another. So if someone comes in and starts telling my staff about one of my best shops, we'll call that shop, we'll get the paperwork, we'll get the car fixed, and then we'll all sit down together and, and make it happen. And there's people that do that for my shop as well. So it is a fraternity of older guys. All of us are in our 60s. All of us have been working on cars. All of us have been from points and condensers to sequential port fuel injected motors with no distributor. <laughs> that that encompasses a hundred different levels of changes on how we deliver spark and fuel and make horsepower on cars today. But the fundamentals are still the fundamentals. That's all there is to it. My email address is mark at marksalem.com if you have a question. If you want to go to our website, marksalem.com is that. That's it. If you're in Tempe, my kids run our shop. It's called Salem Boys. We're on Warner and I-10 just east. If we're in your geographical area, you're welcome to visit us. Call first and get an appointment. If it gets towed in, we understand you couldn't get an appointment and we'll put you in line. But Salem Boys Auto on Warner Road, one mile east of the I-10, and we service the Ahwatukee and the Tempe and the South Chandler area. Anyway, Mark at MarkSalem.com. Thanks for spending your Saturday with me. God bless you. Drive safe. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.